What we doing it for? We doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture. What it do, what it do, Kaipu. Happy Monday, everybody. This is your host, D-Boy. And I'm your host, Bex Bumbo. And welcome to For The Cultures. Yee. We on episode 17, y'all. 17. We Good chip- load. We chipping away. We getting we to trying. that number we 20 spot. We trying to spot. climb up there. It's <laughs> we, making way. We trying to build an archive out here. <laughs> we trying. We trying. You know what I was thinking about was I really, um, I just really love what we doing because um, I was at a conference recently and I was asking uh, the keynote speaker about how, you know, just how we can work together as Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders, mm. because oftentimes in those spaces, right? Right. Yeah. We as Pacific Islanders are often, um, you know, we're, we're often marginalized or we often feel invisible in yeah. that space, right? And it can be uh, re-traumatizing. And um, something that the keynote speaker said uh, was about being published. Mm. right like get published right get get your work out there and i really feel like what we're doing right here is a form of publishing you know yeah content uh for our community right by our community so big ups to us (laughs) (laughs) you know just want to love on ourselves real quick because you know it may seem conceited it may seem um i don't know it may seem yeah, conceited, but yeah. sometimes you really just got to, you really got to um, big up yourself, yeah. you know, and pat yourself on the back because it takes a lot of courage to do this, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, definitely. To be so, you know, vocal and vulnerable and transparent, o- transparent and open. open, you know, so I don't know. I just, it just, that just came over me. I wanted to just really recognize us and what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and hopefully y'all y'all feeling what we doing and we y'all try, we try y'all tuning in. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> uh, we definitely gain a lot of um, gain yeah. a lot from doing this. So. Definitely, I know we we seem to be growing every episode, huh? Word, it seems word. Like we're tr- we know we kind of learned from our last every episode that we record. We learned from them, and you know, we also learned from our followers. We love hearing the feedback. Hell yeah! Whether it's via email or through, you know, our social media pages, we appreciate every piece of feedback. We definitely consider and take heed to each and every one of them. So we are thankful. Absolutely, we uh, we've received a few messages in our DMs uh, oh, yeah. on Instagram, just folks really expressing their appreciation for what we're doing. You know what oh, I mean? Right? Like, yeah. Those moments that folks take out of their day to to just really acknowledge what we're doing is is what it's all that's for. That's so dope. That's right? dope. It's hella, I'm just like I read it. and I'm like, who's doing it? what? Like that's dope. It feels like the responses that we give, you know, right. like is not enough to say how appreciative we are. So exactly, you know, we got to come up on here and just say how much we really appreciate y'all. You know, not only tuning in but tapping in with us. Yes. Um, and letting us know what's what. So. Yeah, so this episode is titled Holiday Blues. Uh, we have a th- few questions that we'll be asking. Uh, one is, what comes up for you when you hear the phrase holiday blues? Number two, how can we support those who are experiencing the blues? And three, how can we tell if someone around us is experiencing the holiday blues? And uh, yeah, we're going to be... Uh, Discussing that in our Chop It Up segment, uh, but before we get into that, we're definitely going to go into our normal check-ins, our bruh 
just wanted to, you know, give you guys something to look forward to before we uh, kind of tap into that. Yeah. You Are you know, excited for that? <laughs> I am. I am. I think uh, something I'll point out um, that was always pointed out to me. Yeah. You know, just thinking about inclusivity and equity, mm. right? Like um, the language that we use often can be what is um, oppressive or offensive. And mm. um, this is something that I always have to check myself about, too, is the fact that, like, when we say, you know, like, you guys, oh. right? It's like normalizing the fact that uh, it's, this is a man's world, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. I know it's so small, but it's it's so big when you think about it. Um, and, you know, the... Um, the team that I used to work with, it was like three guys and one girl. Mm. And, you know, we would be talking and we would always say like, oh, yeah, you know, like, um, you guys this, you guys that. Right, yeah. <laughs> and the one the one woman would be like, I'm not a guy. Excuse me? Yeah, right. <laughs> so I just wanted to point that out that probably we have a lot more female <laughs> or we have a lot of more do. women who listen to this right, show. Right, so yeah. all you listeners, we understand yeah. Not everyone is a guy. Yeah, we do definitely have way more, <laughs> you know, women that are At least, you vocal. know, hitting us up yeah. that are vocal, you know. Yeah. Uh, not saying that the fellas ain't out there listening. Yeah. Uh, shout out to y'all. Thank you for listening and tuning in. But our listeners, yeah. Yeah, our listeners. Appreciate y'all. Yay. So, <laughs> yeah, we about to get into it. Bruh. Sneeps. What's Gucci? Man. <laughs> Oh, so much stuff, right? Yeah. I think uh, my bruh for this week, I actually have two because they 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 uh, overlap each other. Uh-oh. So this week in particular, normally I, I have not, you know, I don't sleep very good. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, um, we we stay, we have a one bedroom, right? And so yeah. me, you know, me and uh, my niece, we, we stay in the front. Or like we, you know, we sleep in the front and we have a couch and then we got two recliners mm. and, you know, the couch, we, you know, I was like, oh, dang, that'd be cool because it's hard, it's kind of hard to sleep on the recliner. But then when we got it and I was thinking about my niece, I was like, dang, this girl needs like a good night's sleep. Mm. Right. And so during the week I give up the couch so she could sleep on it. Um, and I just, I just dug it out and I sleep on the recliner. Mm, yeah. But it's hard because, you know. When you want to shift and you want to move, right? Yeah, it's hard because you on the recliner and so you're constantly like doing sit-ups. And shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you think it would be a good thing right. for my big ass, but it, it, it don't help out. But Mm-mm. this week, uh, particularly, my my back has been, you know, been uh, hurting. So I was, I was mm. like telling my niece, I need you to sleep on the recliner just because my back and da da da. But I still couldn't sleep. Mm. And so seeing her sleep on the recliner is just like, dang, you know, I just, I feel hella bad. But like, we got to do something. Right. We got to get a day bed. We got to do, you know, we just, we got to ensure that her and I are, yes. are trying to get a, or, or at least getting a good night's sleep because yes. she got school, I got work. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a lot of brain power. So, but I, I feel it. Yep. I've just been up at night, you know, um, can't sleep. So I'm like working on things for work. Mm. Um, or just even doing those thumb exercises, looking on social media, <laughs> and getting sucked into that rabbit hole. Just doing a lot of bullshit, but, you know, it's been a lot of sleepless nights this week. Um, right. And I think a lot of that, too, is just attributed to the lack of space. 
right. you know, in the home. And I'm trying to, uh, <sighs> just trying to make it work, right? Because yeah. that's what we got to do. Yeah, you know, like, of course, yeah. I'm grateful that we have a roof over our yeah. head, that we have somewhere to sleep. Yeah. Um, but just thinking about, I think, thinking about the science of it all. Right? Yeah. And like, yeah. yes, I'm grateful, but these things still impact her and I, right? So That's true, yeah. It's just something that I've just been mindful of this week and right. trying to figure out solutions for. Mm. Um, but in these sleepless nights, I've been spending a lot of time on social media, so I'm uh, on Facebook, yeah. <laughs> you know, because that's where our community is, the right. PI community. Damn, that's where they are? <laughs> yeah, for real. And, you know, like, you just see a lot of things that um, that are... That folks are chopping it up about, right? Like these right. hot topics, um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of discussion around, like, you know, this. We talked about it, I think, over at the FICA podcast, right? Just like mm. this exposing of of clergy men who oh. are sexually violating, you know, right. young women, um, and psh, it's probably not talked about, but for sure, you know, like young men as well, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so there's that, and then there's all this, you know, there's these videos that went viral about uh, these with these Samoan women who are calling each other out, um, talking shit to each other, right? And bringing each other's kids into it, right? Bringing Mm-mm. each other's kids into the mix. Um, going off in Samoan, too. And I don't know, like, for some reason, it just, I the the videos are hella long. It's, oh, really? The videos are hella long. One's like 18 minutes. The other one's like 20 minutes. But I just sit there and I listen because that shit is, first of all, it's hella entertaining. It's hella funny. And Mm-mm. it's just nice to hear the Samoan, <laughs> the Samoan language, even though, you know, they're going off. But it's like, damn, you don't hear that shit no more, you know? Mm, yeah, um, yeah. But just thinking about how those videos, you know, are circulating and then even stumbling across you know this this video of this church that was in Tonga. Okay. And it had it looked like an evangelical kind of church, right? right and, yeah. and there was the the pastor was a woman, and yeah, she was like blowing, in, yeah, in, whispering, whispering in people's yeah. faces, and they're all like collapsing. Yeah. It just. That's that Holy Ghost. It's, I don't. It's that. Touch. It's that Holy Ghost. <laughs> I don't know. It's just something. Oh. It's that perverty goes Oh, man. Bruh, that shit had me dying. Like, when I seen that shit, I was just busting up laughing. Like, are you... you, I'm not stupid. You fucking gotta be kidding me. Come on now. You see, because I I can't... uh, Like, I I can... I can relate to that type of experience because I grew up, you know, like, being exposed to that type of movement, you know? The the whole, like, collapse... I mean, because... I, you know, I could say that I grew up in the church too, maybe not twenty four seven. But when I was with my um, my my dad's side, my my grandfather was a five foot owl. Right. Yeah. You know, we were in church and we were going to these different fongos. Yeah. And the uh, pulengas and shit, and it was just like we we seen people feel the spirit get the right. Spirit, yeah. But never extreme to that extent. Yeah, not extreme like that. <laughs> and pretty... I don't know, it could be real, but like, there's so much that. Yeah. That shit is just it's fucking bullshit, bro. Like, come on. Yeah. It was in Tonga? It was in Tonga, uh-huh. yeah. Because, I mean, the only reason I could tell is, you know, I heard the music and stuff. And, and she was talking in Tongan and, you know, folks were wearing the Taovala. So, wow. you know, just seeing this, uh, just seeing all of this, how our community is represented 
you know, on social media, like all this content that's being put out, mm. it's kind of making us look, you know, a certain kind of way. And, you know, as someone who wants to create content, I'm thinking about like, how can we flip this? You know, mm. how can we, how can we, how can we um, use it to our advantage to, right. to be like, to, to put some positive shit out there. Right, yeah. Right, to kind of combat well, this. I mean... See, I, I just hate to be leaning more on the other side because on one end, you know, there's the Christian community that's like viewing it from the lens of like, wow, the power of God is moving, you know, powerfully in Tonga. And then there's the other side of viewers, you know, that will look at something like that and say, what kind of donkey shit is that? You know, so, you know, there's impact. There is. I feel like there is impact, but more in the Christian community, you know, or believers than the non-believers. But I can see somebody who is like a heavy, devoted believer, and and if they were to watch the video, they would probably be in tears, and they'd be like, "Wow, look at the move of God!" You know? Okay, so I can oh, see that. You can see it. Okay, so how about <laughs> how about for you, right? Right. You're a Christian, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and you've you've experienced similar things to yourself. So when right, I when yeah. I because you. If y'all been looking for Bex on Facebook, sorry y'all, she ain't got no Facebook. <laughs> not yet. It's not coming. yet. Not yet. I'm gonna have to give her my password so she can just. You it's know, intense in there. Go look. Go look at stuff for herself. But like, I had to record the video to send it to you, right? Right. And yeah. So you you got to see it. Yeah. When you seen it, what came up for you when you seen the video? Like, like the first thing, I just Im- immediately felt like a really nice move of God. In that video. Wow. Okay. It's different because, again, I come from a very pretty deeply rooted evangelical background. So when I can still see that and see, like, when I see young people, again, that they're probably super heavily indoctrinated in whatever whatever doctrine that they are teaching there. So, you know, it's, it's like we're believers. Like, we're, I think our, I don't want to say, speak in behalf of our whole community, but I know that. In my experience, like we have always been feelers, so we tend to go off of feelings instead of an actual tangible spiritual move. I don't know how to, if that even makes sense. And sometimes, you know, people just go off of feelings and not really know that that wasn't a spiritual thing. That was you just going off a of feeling. You seen somebody fall, and now you're falling right behind it. You know, so it it can. All this craziness kind of takes into play, but the first thing that I thought of really was like, "Wow, that was a that that that's a powerful move right now." Like you know, happening in Tonga, at least the move of God from my exposure. Like, cause mind you, like my my background has always been that type of that type of um, that type of experience uh-huh. overseas. So I've seen that happen in different countries that I've traveled to when I used to be a missionary. So is, that's why is that your is that your final. And that's my norm. I mean, but that is was. that your fine? Like you said, that's the first thing you th- you thought of. Is yeah. That, is that is that pretty much it? Like, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> it's different make, than you. I mean, yeah, you're making me wonder because I definitely have felt the spirit before. You know, right. I mean, more than once. And and um, actually, personally, I hate you know like when service would be um, ending and yeah, they would like the the five hour would be like you know if you. If you want to be saved or some stuff like that, you know, yeah. put your, you know, put your hand. Nobody's gonna see, yada yada yada. I would never do it because I know that that means that they're gonna ask you to come up, right? Yeah, you know, it's kind of like an altar call and then be prayed over, and it's like I don't, yeah. I don't need that. I don't. That, that's uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like I, I shouldn't have to go up there. I shouldn't have to have people pray over me. Yeah. To 
to to reach that point, right? Like right. I got this relationship with my higher power. Right. You know, like I you know, I got it. Right. You know, like I'm 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 taking the message, I'm taking the word, um, but like I don't need all that extra. Yeah, yeah. And I felt it I've hella felt it before, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. To the point where I'm brought to tears, where I changed my life. Yeah. You know, really turned my life around, but like never Never have I been in a space where, you know, because I've even, it's even been like where we, you know, rejoicing, you know, right. and singing uh, gospel songs and you really feel that spirit and you, yeah. that camaraderie and you, right. you know, you're dancing and all that stuff. But like never have I seen it, especially in our community where it's like everybody's up there at the altar yeah, and the person who's praying or whatever, like just blow you know blow right. in your face and then it's like everybody falls it's like you have to fall or it or that doesn't mean that you've been cleansed or whatever you know right. what i mean i just look at it and i'm like i don't know i think i look at it with a critical eye like <laughs> yeah. come I on know. now bro. i can see that but you're not looking at it through a critical i i don't believe you're looking at it through a critical lens i believe that you're looking at it through just through your experience of what you understand that how God moved from what you experienced, you know, like I just have learned that, you know, the way I've experienced God is doesn't look like how somebody else experienced God, you word, know? So word. maybe what happened in Tonga, although we, it looked crazy and opposite of what our experience has been, it, but it doesn't nullify that experience or eliminate that, you know, you know, what we felt is not that, you know? Like, those two experiences are the same. It just looks different. Like, your experience and that experience of however God moved or the Holy Spirit moved, whatever, your higher power, however it moved in you and you felt it, mm -hmm. that same experience was that in Tonga, you know? just mm. it, it was just different, you yeah. know? And it, it's just something that everyone just has to kind of, like, Let you know? Because be. we we're not used to it. Again, like, I again, when, when I used to go to Indonesia... When I went there, did my mission there, oh, my gosh, like, the move of God was different. And, I mean, like, children were laughing and, hissed, like, literally just rocking back and forth. And in my head, from what I've been exposed to, I'm like, okay, these kids are demon-possessed. Like, I don't even want to pray over these kids. It's just looking scary. Like, they're just sitting there laughing and, you know, wailing. And I'm just like, I don't know what this is. But, you know, like, after talking to quite a few, you know, just more seasoned pastors and workers, they were just like, but what makes that more different from, from your experience with God? You know, everyone has a different way of actually allowing it to just, you know, tangibly come, you know, play out. So that's just something I've kind of learned. And it just kind of made me just not be so like critical, you know, and like, okay, that move was cool, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's difficult to kind of, you know, sharpen that lens but again definitely definitely because i mean i think i'm also associating what i'm seeing with with that video clip with like these um pastors who mm. you know who um do this in those big churches right and that and that really are hustling folks out of their money like right you know pay me and i'll I'll uh, rebuke the demon out of you, right. you know, or um, because I've seen it done. Do your tithing, and then you know I'm gonna yeah. wash you of all your sins, yeah. and you know, like you will walk again. You know, yeah. you will, you will see again. You right. know what I mean? It's yeah. like get that fucking shit out of here, bro. Like <laughs> now, now you can't tell me that that oh, is shoot. also like okay, that that's God moving through that, right? Like it, I mean, 
I don't. This I conversation don't is about to turn spiritual, Danny. I'm about I to get you saved. It. I don't on buy here. it because there is a thing called signs and wonders. So that's a different form of healing and move of God. But that's a that's a longer, lengthy discussion that I feel like. The thing about being able to walk again and see again, yeah, just by like from the fight. I know hours, that's intense. No, I don't know about that. That's what I'm talking no, about. Yeah, like yeah. that's what I feel like. When I seen that and video, and they push them back, and yeah, yeah, and then they're 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 able to see in, in color and shit, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I believe you know I believe miracles happen. Yeah, I believe you know God works in mysterious ways, but just these just this expression of the faith and the and the extra. Yeah, you know, the extra. Just, just, I don't know. It makes it's me intense. skeptical. It makes yeah. me skeptical. Well, I mean, I'm like, I don't blame you. That's not that's not I how I do why. it. But like, if that's how they do it, that's cool. Just don't don't, you know, miss me with all that. Like, I ain't living right, or I wasn't raised right. Ooh, mm. if somebody were to say that shit to me, especially, <laughs> you know, uh, coming from like faith community. Mm. Ooh, those are fighting words. About you not being raised right, you don't you don't fucking know who <laughs> the hell I, I. I will take that damn Bible and I slap will. you upside your head with it. Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Oh, like, shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forget. Yeah. Bless the Lord, Bruh. No, nah, bro. For real, it's hella yeah. funny too because on the one of the videos of the ladies who went off and was cussing. Yeah. Why she started off the video was saying, you know. You know, hi to my pastor. Thank you. Th- you know, bro, I'm dead. Thank you, Lord, bruh, for the? another day. All the blessings. And then she goes off and starts saying, "This bitch." And da da da. Oh man. Oh, bro, it's hella funny. You got to check those things out. But yes, Dude. all of that to say that, like, I want to flip all that content <laughs> and put some positive shit out there. Yeah. Wow. Well, bruh. What's happening? Ah, uh, man, on some, um, you know, I feel like I, I, I hate to kind of go into, like, my way of living because, like, lately it's been pretty good, you know? I mean, easy to hear that it's been, like, pretty painful, like, in the, like you know, you sleeping, like, having to take turns. Nah, 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 don't feel Because it's, it's, it's been kind of nice, you know, now that, you know, and I moved beautiful. into my own place. That's, yeah, you're right. That's beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to hate, I'm not going to feel some type of way. I'm happy you good. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm happy you did. The rent a little high. The rent a little high, but, you know, we're making it. But it's worth it. You know, it's like the peace, the quiet, you know, your own, the fact that you have your own space, it's like there's nothing more rewarding than that, you know? It's like you get to do whatever. Yeah. Come home to a bed. You know, it's always going to be there. You know, you can come home and rest anytime. Like, there's just, like, that gives me, like, a peace of mind that will sustain me throughout the whole day, just knowing that I can come home to a nice, peaceful spot. I you heard know? that. I heard that. So it's been really cool. You know, my partner and I were enjoying it with our son, Noah. We're enjoying it. He loves it. He calls it his place. Uh, he says it's his own place. So, yeah. But <clears throat> it's a it's a great new, uh, you know, season for both of us, and we love it. We love, again, the space is changed, life-changing. The area, the neighborhood is great. That's what's up. Southside, San Jose has been good to us, and, yeah, we're just grateful just grateful for that space. Is it is it one week down? Y'all been there one for week a down, week? One week down, yeah. That's what's up. We're one week down. We're, you know, making little moves. But Congratulations. Yeah. Y'all got it furnished yet? Yeah, working furnished, on it? Well furnished now. Nice. Yeah, due to a lot of... You uh, got a... Uh, you got a uh, what they call that? What you, a... You what? got a... Um, what? You got your TV mounted up on the wall? No, we don't do that. We don't do that. 
it's not a I no, like I we just, like it kind of low, you know, cuz the couch is kind you know, we want it like the same range as the couch. So, uh, yeah, it's not too high. And we ain't is it that. is it mounted or you got it standing on? No, we got on? it standing on sign. Nice. Now we keep it very simple. But yeah. I could dig it. But bruh, I came across this article that you sent me and read a piece of it. And I kind of want to talk about it because we're gonna I feel like we're about to enter into the church combo. We're just in this whole church thing. They were like, <laughs> damn, what, what what are these two queer ass folks talking about church as if they they know this stuff? You know? you know it. Not really. <laughs> I don't know it. Seriously. But uh anyways, um there there's an article. I think it was TVNZ. Dot, um, whatever. Out of New Zealand, yeah. Out of New Zealand that you sent me a few days ago. And um, it's about a Samoan church leader that says domestic violence is God's punishment. Bruh. Why is it God's punishment? Oh, Lordy. I'm going to read some of it. It says the chairman of the Samoa National Council of Churches says increasing domestic violence in the country is punishment for disobeying God. Dang. Catholic deacon Cassiano Laupepe made the comment at a forum organized by the National Human Rights Institution and UN Women. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mr. Laupepe said what has happened to Samoa and its people is because they have violated God's ordinances. He said Samoans have destroyed and ignored the laws of God and placed more weights on laws of the world. Whoo! We, but bruh, oh my goodness, bruh, oh my, but we goodness. just heard about hella Samoan, oh my lord, five hours, you know, uh, raping, molesting, oh my goodness, young, young people, you yeah. know, young women, young men. There, is that not the biggest? Is that not a big <clears throat> sin? No, I don't know. Unfortunately, get the fuck out of here. It with seems that like uh, this chair, the National Samoa Council. Or who is it? Is it the Catholic deacon? <clears throat> it seems like he's probably the chosen one that can make such <laughs> statement, you know. <laughs> you know, all the other pastors are, you know, the ones that violate women, but he's the chosen one. He's the, he's the one. <laughs> he's the chosen one, I guess, that can make <laughs> such a harsh, like, statement such as this. So he calls this um, a violation towards God's ordinance. And yeah, I don't know. I think he was. Um, you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why? Why? Like, I don't know. I feel like this guy, this deacon. He, I feel like he has long hair. He has a beard, and he probably wears like those nah, if he's Jesus outfit with those Jerusalem slippers. I feel like this guy is like holy. He like, thinks he's Jesus. I feel like he walks around Samoa as he's as if he's Jesus because for him to make such a harsh statement, man, Bruh. First of all, I hate the fact that he said that it, you know, like the reason why domestic violence has increased is because Samoans have um, disobeyed God's order, mm-hmm. God's law. Like, nah, it's because there's a lot of folks, you know, with <clears throat> with a lot of shit they haven't worked through yet. Right? Yeah, there's a lot. There's folks out there with a lot of anger issues. Yeah, a lot of. Uh, there you go. Family trauma. There you, has, go. you know, a lot of a lot of fucking a lot of mental health shit that has there not been go. worked out. You know what I mean? And instead of judging and and calling it, you know, because folks haven't obeyed God's word, yeah. like that's why the messy violence ensues. What he's saying is that women or the men are beating their wives or, you know, women are experiencing domestic violence because <clears throat> 
because they're not listening to God. Yeah. That's like saying, you know, a woman um, or or a man is, is raped or molested or even killed because they, you know, they, they asked for it. They brought it on themselves because of what they wore, because of the way they acted, or because of the way they looked. Bro, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> but listen to this. There's, there's one more... Um... So I forgot to read this part. The chairman said the solution for the problem is for the go- is for government to seek assistance for the for the National Council of Churches in calling a national day of repentance. Bless this guy, man. Oh my lord. He wants to make a holiday for every for every someone out there to Should repent and confess their sins. Should we not repent like every day? <laughs> right. Should we not ask for forgiveness every day? Oh man, yeah. Who? How the fuck are these people ordained for real? Man, who the fuck is ordaining these people? Because they need they everybody need that shit revoked. Man, you got some wolves. You got hella wolves in sheep's clothing over here. Man, you know, that's what be, I'm saying. Watch bruh. out. Be mindful. That's why you gotta Jeez. look at this shit critically, bro. That's why you gotta look at this shit critically. You, I can't, I can't, I can't take, I can't eat oats out of. This person's hand because you're full of shit. Right. You're full of shit, bro. I feel like every pastor that I have, uh, someone pastor that I have like had conversations with in the past, I feel like just in, in controversial, you know, arguments and debates, they always felt like they had to be right. Yeah. And if you did not agree with what they are, you know, kind of like trying to plea or fight to get or just address... They will literally call you like ignorant or, you know, you need to, you know, like you need help. You need prayer. And it's like you need to repent. <laughs> you need to repent. <clears throat> and one one thing I've, I've learned, like in my whole whole experience, you know, kind of being exposed to like other pastors and e- even in sitting in conversations is that we do not have to um, we do not have to be in agreement to access love mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Like we can literally being disagreement and we can still access same God, same, you know, like it's, it's not that hard, but it seems, I don't know if it's a condition thing that this would, you know, just being a male, um, a, a Samoan man, they feel like they have to be right all the time. I don't know what that whole thing is, but it's just in church, especially they feel like they always have to have the right answer mm. every time they are there to never disappoint in any way or form. It's like they always have to be, Give answer to something and be helpful in every way to whatever. But I just am not a believer of that. Me I don't neither. think we have to access or we don't have to strike agreement to access love for real. Like, And I, and I feel like I, I'm getting heated. I'm getting pumped up. I'm getting angry over here. But, like, you know, I really have experienced some really some really great men of God. You know what I mean? And oh. one of them definitely being my grandfather, right? Right. The late Reverend Faliwa Mea on the side of the right? Like he, if I could think about anything, it would be him, right? Because, yeah. you know, just his doctrine and even the way he went about, um, <clears throat> you know, even the way he went about having church, he didn't, he, he didn't necessarily uh, pastor over, you know, a church in the community. Mm-hmm. What he did was he converted his um, our garage into a church, and that's where we had church. Mm. And you know there was folks that would come, but for the most part, it was just his family that was in the church <clears throat> wow. that was in there, right? So that everything that 
comes in and comes through, it's just it's just the family. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. And it's like really learning, you know, those, you know, the lessons of God and all that, you know, learning all of that. It, it came from a, a really genuine place because wow. he wasn't worried about, you know, tithing or like, you know, doing all these other extra things, right? right it yeah. was just about what was happening here at home. Wow. Now, but we did, you know, participate in, in other things because he was uh, FIF out of the um, AOG, the Good Samaritan Church, mm. right? Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, and then other folks too, like, I really, yeah, I haven't been to their church in a while, you know, but like Pastor Dave uh, Katina was... He was just somebody that I could hella relate to because yeah, he's the way great. the way that he pastored, yeah, you really just felt connected to him, yeah. and he really spoke to you or made you feel like you were a person and right. and being spoken <clears throat> um, to or like spoken with and not spoken at. You yes, know? yes, yeah. I love Pastor Dave. Yeah, I love Pastor, Pastor Dave. Dave. Was really you know really <clears throat> really good, and there's just a lot of even great women of God. Yes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, um, <clears throat> you being one of them, <laughs> <laughs> Elvis Lord. <laughs> yeah, I I also have um, one person that comes to mind is the late Reverend uh, Fale Fasateo. He's from he was from out here, Santa Clara Church Assemblies of God. One of the most amazing pastors I have ever s- served under, and <clears throat> you know his his church was pretty much it was more of a family church. But I'll tell you one thing. He has never ever made any other f- outside families feel less of uh, like less of like mm. a family member. Mm-hmm. You know, like he has made every family in there feel like they are considered one of his own. And I I loved his leadership. I felt like he was a man that loved people mm-hmm. and loved helping people. He was, you know, how there are like pastors, especially in the um, the PI community. You know, we've, you know, I think I don't know how it's how it is really just with every pastor, but, you know, like he's, he's always kind of looked at, um, just the young people and, you know, he noticed that there was a language barrier and for the longest, it took him a while for, for, you know, him to want to kind of adjust kind of like, you know, speaking in English for us, you know, and, you know, eventually he did that for the sake of us, you know, learning the Bible and learning how to just kind of pick up on some other things. So there was, there were just a lot of significant things that this pastor, Pastor, um, did and, Man, I I wish, man, there was one like him now, you know, because he was, mm-hmm. he's literally like, was the spiritual fathers out here, founders even for a lot of churches out here. But yeah, amazing, amazing leadership. I really, really miss that man a lot. Ooh. Great men have gone now. We're stuck with these men. <laughs> you know, there's still some good ones out there. <laughs> now we're stuck with this man in Samoa, the chosen one. But see, that's what I'm Jeez. saying is that like this, this, the, this way that we are portrayed. You know, I guess it gets it be on social media, right? Because that's where we, can, you know, can have a lot of visibility. Um, it it, it seems to be a lot of ridiculousness almost mm. you know in terms of the content that's being put out there not to say that there's not any good ones but we just need more of the good and less of this foolishness Sheesh. all i'm saying and <laughs> and you know this is a good segue into our our next segment which you know i believe this is why <clears throat> we have this segment right the i our our icu segment 
the reason why we do this is because we want to bring visibility to our community, right? To right. those that are doing things. Yeah. And I and I was even reminded, you know, last week, right? Like even those of us who are experiencing things, mm. whether it be loss or or even celebration, right? Like those of us that are experiencing life as it happens, you know, good or bad, we want to recognize people in our community because we see y'all. You know what I mean? Right. We, yeah. We respect y'all. We love y'all. And and like you said earlier, even though like we don't have to agree to right. access love, right? Yeah. Like I don't I don't gotta know you to have love for you, right? right? Like we we, <clears throat> we we from the same community, you know. Exactly. We, we might have the same experiences, and we just really wanna big up our people out there because you know we doing shit and we have been doing shit and like we contribute a lot to the fabric. The fabric <clears throat> of this country in this this world. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so for this week, um, my ICU. I want to shout out a very good friend of mine, my tongue one of my tongue and sisters out there doing big things, Miss Sina Weepy. Um, Sina currently works for OCA, Asian Pacific American Advocates. She's the Civil Rights Fellow, and she does policy and advocacy work in immigration and education. She does a little bit of census work, too, and also with uh, tech and telecommunications. Um, mm. So Sina, Sina is originally from SoCal. Um, I know that she did her undergrad. She did her studies here in the Bay Area. And then she did a she did a lot of community work when she went back to L.A. Uh -huh. And that's when her and I... Uh, cross paths and met um, and just became really good friends yeah she was actually in town this week um, and we were able to catch up she made me feel special too because I was at the top of the list you know people she got to visit and see <laughs> um, but it was really good to chop it up with her because you know she's been in, in Washington DC doing this work for about a year now mm. and I think one of the biggest steps for her to do was to leave home right like first of all she's you know, she's a, a young Tongan woman. Yeah. Um, unmarried, right? And and definitely felt a lot of guilt in, you know, thinking about leaving home or whatnot. And, right, yeah. You know, um, the last time her and I seen each other was when I left L.A. Uh, a year ago. Right, yeah. Right, like we had, of course, we all hung out and um, celebrated, you know, just... Me being there, and then so that was in September of 2017, and then in I think she said in at the end of October or at the end of November, mm. she was out. She moved. She picked. She picked everything up. She got this position in D.C. and went out there and, and took the opportunity. Oh wow! You know what I mean? And so she's she's been uh, living out there for about a year. You know, doing her thing. Um, and I'm just really proud of her, and proud of the work that she's doing. You know, because she's also like looking for opportunities to stay out there to continue right. the work, right? And to move to move up in um, either in the organization she's at or yeah. other opportunities that present themselves. And wow. this is a huge thing, right? You don't you don't often hear about our our young women or even just our women in general, right? Like right. um leaving home to go That's awesome. To go after these opportunities. Yeah. Especially around work in you know in the government. You know, she over there, um, trying to trying to advocate and do a lot of these 
a lot of this work that yeah could hopefully lead to change for our community. Wow. You know, so she's like what she's trying to She's definitely doing work on the ground, but she's also very close to the hill, right? Mm. And doing work on the hill and Okay. And that's you know, that's that's huge for us and, and folks won't even know it. Mm. So I just wanna send out my love. Yes. Um and say that Cena, I'm very proud of you, sis. Keep doing your bow, thing. Bow, bow. Keep doing your thing and I see you. Cena weepy. I see you. Yes. Yes, my ICU uh, today goes out to Mo Music. Hey. Mo, 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 Mo Music. Uh, Give me this, some Mo. Give me some Mo. <laughs> this young man, uh, he is currently residing in Stockton right now, but he's originally from Santa Clara. You feel me? That nice little city oh, nobody he... cares about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where's that again? <laughs> <laughs> you know, where Stan's Donut is, it's kind of where the, what's the, what stadium is that? The Niner Stadium? Oh, hell yeah. no. Hell no. Anyways, uh, Mo Music. just kind of want to uh, highlight some of your work. Uh, he's been a musician. Him and his brother, uh, Jerome, have been doing music forever since they were, like, babies. So, um, yeah, they've been, they play guitar. I think Booner plays the drums. Booner is Mo Music. He also plays bass. He's guitar, piano, everything. These are talented brothers. And, um... Mo Music has also been uh, did back uh, played background for Sammy J, Samu, Finn, Fiji, and a lot of the local artists out here, the upcoming artists out here. He's definitely doing work with them as well. He's also coming up with uh, he also has an EP called um, I have it somewhere. It's coming. I swear it's somewhere here, but I will probably drop it later. But he does have an EP out and. Um, what else? He does a lot of mixes on SoundCloud, so you guys definitely have to follow that. We'll leave everything on our page, you know, for the yeah. information. Where can they find his EP at? Is it on SoundCloud it's, or Yeah, it's Apple? on SoundCloud. Music? I don't know if it's on Apple yet, but I know it's on um, SoundCloud. But I know, I think he, I don't know if he's just working on several EPs or if he's putting an album together. But I think. That's what's up. I'm hoping he puts an album together, especially him and his brother, because I, I, knew, I knew that they were musicians. I uh -huh. didn't know he can sing. The boy can sing. I believe so it. So I was, yeah, I'm really proud of this guy. He really, um, his heart is to really just put out a studio and help provide, you know, just platforms for young upcoming artists, PI artists. Dope. So he has a huge heart to train. And I'm talking about like he wants to train them to play music, not just record, you know, train them. To be artists. Yeah, to be artists, to be musicians. It's like to actually learn how to write music. This guy does it all. Not so. to be these five-minute uh, <clears throat> fame rappers. Huh? Yeah, so this guy has been, uh, he's just, he's an amazing artist, and, uh, you know, he's he's not too, you know, actually he is pretty known. He's He's been, he's traveled to quite a, Utah, to California, obviously here, everywhere in California, Um He's traveled. He's found his way across a few states. But, yeah, I want to highlight Mo Mo Music. Beow, 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 beow. I see you, young brother. Look out for him. He's going to be the next, uh, what do you want to call it? He Common, I would say. I would say Common. He has a common feel because he's very into jazz. Oh, that's what's up. Okay, I'm definitely going to listen. Yeah, yeah. He, just, I'm, I'm waiting for, you know, a uh, our PI artist to come out with that. I know. Do you have you found a PI artist that has? Well, that? I know. I know there's a few that I exist. Haven't. Like, uh, dang, I forgot their names, but yeah, um, they they out there. Yeah, 
Yeah, out there. I should have looked that shit up. Yeah, he he loves jazz and he loves every type of music. Him and his brother, they they can play almost anything. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping that in his next few EPs, he will kind of kind of travel into that jazzy soul feel. So. You oh, never we, know. We got to get him in here. I know. He actually asked to come in, so we'll figure out how to. Oh, yeah. We're going to make it happen, Kevin. Mo music. Yo, I just want to say the reason why I made all that noise is because, you know, the stadium you're talking about, the home <laughs> to the Niners or whatever, <laughs> bruh, bruh, bruh. like The Levi home, Stadium? Even though it ain't there no more, home <laughs> will always be candlestick. Oh, man. You feel That's me? true. That is true. All right. Just gotta I make sure we you. say it up on this yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, no, it, it, home doesn't even feel right in Santa Clara for the mm. Niners. Nah, it don't. <laughs> it really don't. So I wish, you know, I wish it would have stayed in San Francisco. <laughs> it don't make no sense. Us too. Shit. It don't make no sense. Not one. I guess gotta go with the money's at, right? Uh, nah. I don't know. But you know, they do, whatever. Okay, so we finna talk about the holiday blues. Come on, come on, let's <laughs> chop it up. Yes, I don't know. I think Danny Boy and I, we were just kind of talking like, what should we talk about? But I feel like we should talk about holiday blues because, you know, we're going through some shit out here. <laughs> you know, people working three to five jobs, struggling financially, trying to get the kids nice gifts. You right, know, again, right. some, some people lost a lot, you know, a few family members, you know. Right, right. What else? Um, just life has been hard, you know. Well, yeah, folks don't maybe have a home, you know. Folks exactly. Home, folks is homeless out here. Folks is, you know. Homeless. Life's changed. Hopefully they're in shelters. If not, you know, they're on the street. Yeah. Or even maybe maybe students out here that, that are from another state, maybe they don't even have money to travel to home, home. So now right. they have to celebrate, you know, Christmas with friends or family. I mean, we I can definitely know and feel, you know, students on that because I've been there before. I'm sure you have, right? Yeah, me too, yeah. So we definitely want to tap into that, and we hope to kind of, you know, tackle down some key pointers for our listeners to walk away with. But we have a few things to discuss because uh, it's important to kind of bring up these things um, and discuss them. You know, honestly, you know, when, yeah, you, 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 um, you brought up this topic, I thought it was really cool because it was like, yo, I never even... I never even think about, you know, the blues during the blues. Dur- during during this holiday specifically, mm. right? Like it's Christmas, you know. Like there's just something about the lights, and the music, and and yeah. the, and the warmth, you know, and family, yeah. and, and just a lot of this focus on joy and cheer and the holiday spirit like that's what the media wants us to think and you know even 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 um also like definitely you know with family it was um also a focus of like you know all these all that all that all that things that the media you know like you think about christmas that's not the real reason of christmas Right. right like they say this is this is jesus's birthday yeah. Right. It's about it's about the celebrating of the birth of Jesus. Yeah, celebrating the birth of Jesus and it's like, yeah. Yes, definitely, right? And that whole that whole um the nativity story. Mm. Right, but like I've never considered I it made me question myself like have I ever felt holiday blues? And I and I thought about it like gosh, I guess I did, but I just tr- I just either ignored it or tried mm. to 
No, I don't think I try to work through it. I think just ignoring it, right, or, like, trying to cope and just be in the moment. Because I really do, you know, this is this is a, one of my favorite holidays just because of, I don't know, just because. Right, yeah. When you think of Christmas, you kind of think of, like, family gathering, you know. Yeah. Get, get to be around people that you haven't seen in a while or... Yeah, I know. I can feel you on that. You, you know. get to give. You know, I think it's yeah. it's, it's really um, it's really meaningful to give presents because, you know, one end it could look like you're you want to do that because you want to let people know how much you love them, and I think the more expensive the gift, the more love they feel. So they say, right? Right. That's all capitalism. It's bullshit. But like, Sheesh. honestly, it does feel so good to give a gift to someone especially if it's a gift that they want yeah you know yes like like to see the joy in other people's uh faces or even just in their reaction it's mm. like that's what it's for that's what it's about you know yes it's nice to receive that's the reward huh it's nice to receive but it's i think it's better to give yes and i, I agree. And, and it's taken me a long time to get to that point because sometimes uh. i'd be like dang i didn't get shit right <laughs> But you know something that we always did get was socks and Bruh, everybody gets you socks. Know, things you need. This year it may not be things you want. Right. If anybody want to give me socks, at least go get those um those socks where you can you can order what is it? You customize socks where you can put your face on it. At least get the nice customized socks. You know, put our for the golders. Oh, I'll <laughs> well, be, be nice. I'll, I'll I'll receive that. Hey, you know. Go give send me some customized socks. It ain't happening anytime soon, but we definitely thinking about some merch, y'all. You know, we just gotta mm. we gotta put in this work first. <laughs> but yeah, <sighs> so I have a few questions. Let me see. What comes up for you when you hear this phrase, "holiday blues"? I just feel like we gotta play some music when we talk about this. You know, kind of set it. I don't know. Before before you ask that question, would you want to give your defin or the definition? All right, the PBS what, yeah. definition. So PBS.org defines holiday blues as that feeling of being in a lower or more anxious mood amid the significant change in our environment and the multitude of stressors that the holidays can bring. <sighs> So that is PBS.org. That's how they, that was the definition that they gave when it came uh, down to looking up holiday blues. Yeah. I don't know if you I mean, can that, identify that, with that. That part right there, you know, just the lower and the more anxious mood, yeah, it really feeling. sticks out, you know. And I, sometimes you don't actually feel it maybe until like the day of or something, you know. Right, yeah. Yeah, I know that they're... Um, I can I can definitely relate with that, you know, just kind of that lower, more anxious mood. I think for the first few years, even when my mom passed away, oh mm -hmm. man, I was I was blue blue, you Triggered, know. Triggered, right? Yeah, I didn't no reason to celebrate anything. Right. I don't even want us to talk about it, you know. And we tried though. Right. We all kind of kept our own, um, you know, our own unresolved healing silent nobody you know nothing that was dealt with we didn't bring it to surface we just all just met met up gave surf, surface level conversations and dipped you know yeah but yeah i can uh it's a it took a while like now it's better you know now we're able to just you know because we've already kind of gone through the whole accepting you mm -hmm. know and just grieving properly and we're able to celebrate christmas but 
it's not the same. It's definitely taking some time. Yeah, huh? it, yeah, it took a long time. A long time. Yeah, but it is a process. It you know, and it doesn't work for all. Some, some it can even take a year or a few few months, and it's done. You know, the acceptance work doesn't it happens differently for everyone. You know, yeah. so that's a that's a process in itself that we can have like we can go to town in conversation. And but yeah, feeling. Um, being in a lower or more more anxious mood is definitely something I'm sure everyone can identify. I think you know what going to the question you asked about you know what what comes up for you when you hear this phrase holiday blues. I yeah. think it it's 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 all those <clears throat> things that can put you in that place, right? Mm. Of feeling uh, in a lower or anxious mood because you know just even this year you know with so many. Folks who have passed, you know, thinking about my sister Flo and, and her legacy that she's left behind with her husband and her kids and, you know, um, our our other uh, siblings, you know, and, and their kids. Right, yeah. You know, and, and just even the, all the all the family, all the cousins, you know. Right. That our brothers, like we're all brothers and sisters, right? Because I'm a cousin too, right? It's yeah. like it's like everybody's just impacted by the loss and then and then we just lost another relative too you know it's just like jeez that's blues right and yeah. i mean we all feel in our our own level of blues but nobody's going to feel the nobody's going to feel more blue than than you know like their kids right yeah. you know of the of those who were lost yeah, right or even lost, thinking yeah. about um you know Uncle jungle and thinking about molly and the baby yeah. Um, thinking about you know my my auntie Sana yeah. and my uncle Meli'i and and that, and my whole Mutu family right yeah. my uncle Roots you know being without um, auntie Mapu this year uh, who That's else tough, man. you know just just so many family members even thinking about the young man that we were talking about last week oh right yeah uh, Loea you know I just seen that they um, had his service up there in Washington and it's like damn you know like. It's unreal. It's, it's, it's a blue holiday for yeah. sure, you know. I think uh, amidst all the love and all the, yeah. you know, the family that's there, I think we all just definitely feeling it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. How about, I mean, how about for you? Like, what comes up for you when, when you, when, when, even when you thought about having this conversation? Yeah. About I just thought of, um, just lack of lack of being content you know and um just you know just always you know that whole people pleasing came up mm. immediately you know because you know we tend to want to show out and do everything we can for our loved ones when it comes to holidays you yeah. know yeah and i just you know i just have seen too many people that are very close to me just overwork themselves and to a point to where i could see that they're getting sick by it you know and it's like just to get the extra money slow huh? down your life your quality of life is worth way more than yeah. three jobs right, man right. seriously like you have to like do better you know like trust me like we got we have to sit and have conversation with our children and kind of really redefine what gifts are you know yes. and mm -hmm. it's important because it's like if gifts are going to be like you know material things then you know we're going to be busting our ass for the rest of our life and what are we teaching them nothing right to be shallow and empty exactly i mean it's natural right because 
you know, I think you alluded to it earlier, like this is the world we live in, right? Like our, our, you know, kids, even thinking about ourselves when we were kids, right? Like we're just bombarded with all these things that we feel like we, we need to have in our life to validate us, to, to make us feel whole, right? To, to give us meaning, meaning, yeah. Or so that we have status, you know, amongst our friends yeah. or even amongst our family. Right. Right. Like, oh, you got these J. Oh, I got these J's for Christmas or, yeah. you know, I got this starter jacket for, you know, yeah. for Christmas. I got all these things. And yet, you know, like you said, the family is over there breaking their back or missing bills or, yeah. you know, skipping out on some bills, you know, just to just to get things. It's, yeah. My my. My model right now, you know, of course I want to get, you know, small things that I can get, but like, yeah. fo- like these, the kids, they're going to get like one thing and it's going to be a good thing, but it's just yeah. one thing, you know? And it's like, you, that, that's, you be grateful for that. <clears throat> you be know grateful. What I mean? Be grateful. You got this. Yeah. You know? So I think I, I really like that you said to sit with, sit you know, with our, our kids, loved ones. sit with the loved ones, sit with the family and just redefine and give yeah. the true meaning, right? Give the true meaning of like. It's about giving. It is. Essentially, it is really just about giving, right. you know, and it, whether it's giving time or giving, like, service of help or just giving a massage or giving something, cleaning the room or just giving something that's very sentimental and personal. Meaningful. Meaningful. That a really Intentional. Impact. Intentional is important in giving. And, you know, that's, the, that's, that's another conversation. It's like, let's redefine gifts, you know? Like, yeah. Let's help maybe give some ideas of like what another gift, you know, that probably won't cost like more than five dollars, you know, like what what's what's what a few gifts that come to you that don't cost money, like acts of service, right? I was gonna say cleaning your car, you know, like I wash your car, I got you, or put gas in my car. Exactly. Okay, well maybe that's not. uh, (laughs) That's a little money. That's a little money, but you know, just just cleaning the car. Just those small acts, it goes a long way. It goes a long way, and doing the dishes. Doing the dishes, bro. I'm acts of service, so that speaks to me all day. Not at your house where you're supposed to be doing the dishes, but you know, if you come over, you just go do the dishes over there. You know what I mean? Stop by and pay a visit. Or even, you know, for some, again, because I'm going over love language, so words of affirmation. Take, man, just sit and pause and go to, you know, auntie or uncle that you feel like, you know, maybe the, if, you know, the, the widowed auntie or uncle, go sit and talk, yeah. you know, and just yeah. appreciate and affirm or somebody that, you know, that is, again, a single widow, you know, m- elder. I'm talking about elder here. You know, sit down and soak in some wisdom because that speaks volumes even to them, you know, like. Yeah. They love it when the young when the youngsters come, you know, get, gain insight from them. You know, I feel like that that changes everything for them. So, that's words of affirmation, or it's just affirming them, just acknowledging your mom. Say your mom's like, you know, if you're a youngster, don't have money to get buy your mom a gift. These are some tools. Appreciate your mom. Affirm her. Write her a note. You know, write your dad a note. Write something if you if you can't give in that capacity. Yeah. Yeah, those are those are some pretty. Those are just a few, few little gifts. Um, what's the other question? How can we support those who are experiencing the blues? Mm. I think it depends on what support looks like for people. That's true. But also, you know, some people may not know what support looks like right. for them. And I think if we're a- if we're able to be there with them to see, like, okay, well, you know, maybe just me being here right now is this is this is this helping? 
Yeah. You know, because if I'm if I'm contributing to your anxiety or if I'm not making you feel comfortable enough, right. like I I don't have no problem. You ain't gonna hurt my feelings. I can like leave if that's what you need, right? Yeah. But, but just really seeing what folks need and not what you think they need. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Like, let's just say I'm, this is a totally made up scenario. But like, let's say if I have like a brother that has gone through some shit, right? You know, mm-hmm. and he um, was at home. Or he's going to be home by himself, you know, like for the holidays. He doesn't want to be bothered and he's going to be drinking. Okay. And I go over his house. I haven't drank alcohol in a while now, you know. And my way of supporting that situation I'm coming over will probably look more like give me a glass of drink and I'm going to drink with you. Mm. Because I want to support you that way. Mm -hmm. I'm, You know, because I want to look even i want to look at you know on the same level as him i'm not going to get drunk but i just want to you know i feel like that is a share. way of supporting yeah, yeah share that experience right. with them mm-hmm. and really just kind of connect on that level again like that's really giving up my comfort and right yes but i want to give support in that way so if i'm going to have a few drinks with my brother guess what I'm going to have a few drinks with my brother. I don't care if it's taken, you know, if I haven't had a drink for a few years. Like, this is support, you know. And, again, I don't recommend this for someone who's now, you know, who who has alcohol problems. Who can't control it, right? Yeah. Because I think what you just said was key that, that like, you're going to have a drink or two, you know, but you're not going to get drunk. You're just going to share the time. Yeah, build a va, you know, just really just. Nurture that va. Yeah, nurture that va and just Mm -hmm. really. Find a way to connect, you right. know, because, again, you know, like you just don't know, you know, it's more than just going there and just telling them you need to snap out of it or you need to do better. Let's do, you know, it's like sometimes you can part, you can be a part of it without necessarily being too indulged in that whole mix, you know. Bex, you just hit it on the on the nose right there. You just hit the jackpot. Like that's some that's something that folks should not say this this holiday season, right? Yeah, yeah. Is, is that, what did you say? Like, they need to get over it or you need to... Yeah. What did you just say? I totally forgot. Yeah, we... <laughs> you want... just, just go back a couple of seconds what Beck said, but I, I think it's to the... to the um, to the fact of saying that, like, you know, like, you just need to get over it. You yeah, need, yeah. You need to... Uh, you know, you need to suck it up. Yeah. It's never about us when some when your brother or sister is in need. Right. It is never You gotta about let people us. process. And you, you gotta, gotta let people go through their shit. And you have to give up your rights of being the fix it person. You know, you literally oh, oh. have to come in there literally as just like support. Who's gonna be yeah, support who's gonna do go with you. Yeah. You know, like if they're having a couple here, pour me some, you know? And I I'm, this doesn't work in every setting, you be know. Be a confidant, right? Yeah, be a confidant. Be somebody supportive. But I just kinda gave you a scenario because I was just thinking about this. Like, how would I support somebody who's drinking or somebody who's doing yeah, you know, certain type of other substance, I don't know. <laughs> but drinking, I would go ahead and indulge with like a few drinks with brother, sister, aunt, uncle, whatever. Just to show oneness just to show yeah. connection mm-hmm. you know again it's even taking a walk with them doing some things you know if they don't like a commute and you know joining them with the commute but doing something that's outside of yourself to benefit the relationship that you see you know Absolutely. so those are, that's a that's beautiful 
that's a great support. What about you, Dan? Did you already share your support of how you would support? I think I'm, you did. I'm taking yours. That's right, that's a great support. There's other ways to support too, but yeah. those are some pretty. I think it, yeah, mine was tips. just mine was just like, you know, ask people what kind of support they need, or even that's just, true. You know, not not like you said, not being the fixer and try to solve solve it for them, or or yeah. try to have them. How get, do you support hide their emotions? How but, do you support? How do you support the jerk though? The jerk auntie, the mean auntie, the mean uncle, the jerk, you know, the jerk member of the family. How do you support them? How, do, how can you go about approaching them with asking that question? Like, um, I mean, I don't know. Like, one one thing I can think of is just be like, is to just give that motherfucker a hug. You know what That's I mean? That's real. But that might get you slapped or that might start a, a fight too. You know like what I mean? Because they don't want to be touched, but like. I feel like, like that. I feel like people who are, you know, jerks or who feel like that, you know, just need a hug. But it's so true. Honestly, because I have a lot of those in my family, like yeah. I just stay away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just stay away from them. Like if they're gonna be a jerk or they're gonna be an ass, like, okay, you go ahead and be that, cause I'm just gonna be right over here minding right. my business. Yeah. Because I don't have time for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that to me. It may sound, it may seem cold, but it's like, yo, like if you don't, if you over here miserable, you're trying to make everybody else miserable. I'm not, I don't need that in my life. Mm. And if if I'm trying to reach out, like if I want to reach out and be like, yo, you you good? Like, can I give you like, you need a hug? Yeah. I think I think it's also about tone, but they might take that as a, they might take that the wrong way, and then an altercation could start. Mm, that's true that's true so i mean it's tricky right it's it tricky is, yeah. it's like you know just if they if they act out let them act out and yeah. then find another moment later on in the evening to offer them something or you know yeah bring them something they didn't they didn't ask for maybe a, a cup of coffee or mm. you know a plate or something you know and just just check on them to see if they're good and if they yeah. say yeah you know just i don't you know yeah, I don't know, cause my my, my go to would be to just let people be. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes that, that's the best thing you can do for somebody. Yeah, is really let them be. Uh, what's our our last question? How can we tell if someone around us is experiencing the blues? Dang, if I was a blood, I'd be mad at this conversation. Hey, bro. Hey, real talk, I was thinking about that. I was you like, know, why can't we call it the holiday resin for? <laughs> I was thinking about how can we make sure that we don't make this some gang shit. Oh, bro. I was like, I'm going to put the, we're going to write the holiday blues and then put the red heart next to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. Oh, it's sad bruh. that we got to think about that shit as Pacific oh, Islanders, right. but it's real because. You know, that gang shit is still Man. alive and well. You know, that foolishness. Right? Ugh, don't even get me so, started. yeah, that question. How can we tell if someone around us is experiencing the blues? Uh, I don't know. I feel like drinking. <laughs> right? <laughs> drinking definitely is a sign. Yeah. You know, because I feel like, yeah, we get together as family and we want to drink and have a good time. But when they when folks start to get fucked up and then they start to the conversation starts to turn into like a therapy session mm-hmm. or like a, a a a venting or grieving session, it's like, bruh. Yeah, I feel like you'll never know. I can't hold it. I can't. Yeah. Hold, I can't hold this. I can't this space. 
I can't hold it time and every time mm. because this it's not fair to 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 us to right. me. Right. Yeah. You make these experiences traumatizing. Like I don't want to hang mm. out with you. I don't want to kick it with you mm. because you do the same shit every time. <laughs> You know, like you, you, people need professional help too, right? Bruh, man. And I mean, this question, I don't know, this is a hard question because it's like, sometimes you can't tell, right? Like, yeah, one person could be drinking, the other person could just be smiling, happy, you know, mm-hmm. happy go lucky, and, and you don't even know what's behind you that smile. You don't, you don't, man. I feel like nothing happens until you have a conversation, though. Like, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to know anybody, if you want to tell, like, if you want to see the signs of somebody, you know, experiencing something, then talk. Just have a conversation. But how do you how do you get somebody to go there? Because you could ask somebody, how you doing? Yeah. Or what, what, what's up with you? That's the thing. They, 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 they may not share with you. But that's not, that's not our problem. Our problem is to do our due diligence as good people and just be there, you know? Like, just be someone to have conversation. And whether you spill or not... Just know that I have this conversation with you and yeah. know that I'm easy to access and I'm an easy person to talk to. So if ever, like, you know, because you never know that our your approach could have been something that probably opened something within them for something later. Like, I think I'm going to hit up Danny Boy because, I don't know, just I really like how he kind of came off, you know, just the energy that he kind of came, you know, brought and just I feel like he's he'll be a good person to talk to. You just don't know what's, what, what seed we can plant just by initiating an interest of like, man, you know, like, how are you, you know, and not no, not no like surface level questions, you know, just really dig deep, man. How's your family? Like, how are things with you? Like, how does that impact? Like, does that affect you emotionally at all? You know, like asking some pretty deep questions and not to, to not build a, a therapy session, you know, cause we don't want to do that, but just to build a place where we can kind of help people maneuver through their thoughts that they don't know how to maneuver through, you know, and just... Or even just process. Yeah, helping them. Yeah. To just, just to talk, just to talk it out. Exactly. So I feel like just having conversation, whether it's with somebody you don't like, that might take a while. I feel like that one may take a while. I feel like if you're not ready to approach somebody that hurts you, take your time, I feel like. You don't have to force yourself to talk to somebody that has hurt you or that, you know, you just feel some type of way because that conversation won't come off as probably good as you, you know, were hoping for. So I don't know. What do you think about that, Danny Boy, to to rush a conversation with somebody that's kind of like... I mean, it, I think with anything, it takes time. Yes. You know, and like, it, don't just check up, don't just check up on that person if you recognize something that one time, right? There, yeah. There needs to be like follow-up. Yeah, there needs to be follow up and, and intentional follow up to show that you care and like yeah. just to really ensure that they're good, you know. Yeah, just, yeah. Just to really ensure that they're good. I mean, I say that, That's true. but it's also hard for me to do that because it's like I suck. <laughs> we're learning that <laughs> still. I, I following up, yeah, you know, we're learning. Yeah, we're still learning. We're but. still growing and learning these things, man. We also have loneliness on here, you know, bruh. Loneliness, the blues. Mm-hmm. Well, we we hoping uh, for some of y'all to get, you know, lucky y'all <laughs> this Christmas break. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fuck that. <laughs> if you ain't good your damn self, if you ain't good by yourself, then I, don't get with nobody. Bruh. Don't get in no fucking relationship, okay? We don't need y'all out here. Bruh, we don't need y'all to have blue ball, honey, uh, holiday blue balls, okay? We need, we need y'all to have the holiday blues. <laughs> oh, shit. You want that pregnancy test to turn blue? Shit. Shit, the fuck are you talking about? Holiday, Holiday blue, blue balls. balls. <laughs> <laughs> you better get you better get it. Oh man. You better get it while the getting is Honey, good. honey. So what you're saying is for Christmas. If you want a good holiday? Go you, get you, you Sim. No, just kidding. Just go ho ho ho. No, but avoid loneliness, man. Yeah, avoid don't that be don't be lonely. Isolation. Well, I don't know. You know, so maybe some people just need that to be okay, right? Like thinking about our uh, Thanksgiving, right? Like for for me and my family, it was low key, right? Like right. we didn't want to do nothing. We mm. just wanted to, you know, just chill and go to the movies. Like it it, it just didn't feel right. I didn't feel like we needed to do all that. You know, there's <clears> other families that got things going on. Because, like, last year, you know, we was going to everybody's house. Yeah. Eat over here. Eat over here. Go yeah. see them. Go see them. Now, now it's just like, nah, nah. Right. You know, I don't <clears> want to. And I think for Christmas, you know, um, I, for me, maybe this is why I never really thought about holiday blues, but, like, my Christmas, I'm always having to split myself up, right? Because mm. I want to be with my mom and and my mom's family, and then I also want to be with my dad and my dad's family. Oh. And it's like I have to spend time over here and then go spend time over there. So I'm always torn. Yeah. And that can be pretty blue, right? Because yes. it's like you, you're one person needing to be here and there, and it, and it's like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's tough, right? Like yeah. it's, it's tough. That's some shit that I'm. Thinking about, damn, did that make me drink? Maybe. <laughs> did that make me do some stupid shit? Maybe. Maybe. But you know, like yeah. at, at the set, at the same time, what that is is just a lot of love too, right? Mm. Like, um, I just got a lot of love for my family. My family got a lot of love for me, even though it's like hard at times, you know, with just all these big personalities and right and all these, <clears throat> you know, big mouths. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Tidy motherfucker. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, on on a good note, um we want to give you guys some uh just some key pointers on what uh what to do, you know, if you're finding yourself, you know, in the holiday blues states or if you see somebody, you know, in the blues, holiday blues. Word. I think um, one thing that we wrote down was having the attitude of gratitude. Right. Yeah. Speak on that. Speak on that. I think it's important to have an attitude of gratitude. So it's important to have a great attitude and a great outlook and perspective when you look at um, just, you know, a bad situation, something that you're not looking forward to, like, you know, holiday ga- gathering or meeting with families that you are probably not too, you know, excited to meet with. Um, just trying to trying to find the positive in it and, you know, being grateful for just, you know, being alive, having two hands and two legs to walk on, you know, and just finding very simple things because you have no idea those little simple things will really help kind of change and shift 
your attitude from being at a pretty dark place to somewhat in a light space. So practicing that gratitudeness and speaking it out to me, I feel like when you're having an attitude of gratitude, it works better for me when I speak out. Mm. Like literally those words come out of my mouth like, thank you for my hands and my feet. Um, I think Will Smith posted something recently on his page and it was a nice little recap of like just you know, remaining grateful for things. Cause I think, uh, if you do, have you seen that video? There was a video he posted. You can probably look at it later, but, um, there was, um, I think there was a scene where, um, a disabled young man, you know, totally disabled. I think it was missing a leg and how, you know, that didn't change anything. He was still able to be appreciative and still like have all these accomplishments and other, Word. you know, and Word. he just showed a lot of other, you know, scenarios with different people that in the eye of just random, you know, in the eye of everybody, we can see it as like, oh, you know, like it must be hard for them. But in the back, there was a backstory to it after the video, like, you know, you didn't know this about the person that you just seen, you know, you have no idea that they had this degree or they were able to accomplish, they were, you know, they have their own business or um, <clears throat> they had, they got two degrees or something like that. They won like all these um, different, um, what do you call those, uh, what do you call those Olympic awards, like just random powerful stories, you know, out of like this one little thing, just of these key players that will that will smith pointed out that they're they find random things to be grateful for so again just everything is different when you just find a reason to be grateful mm-hmm. yeah what about yeah. you you don't i mean i, I really love that because you don't let your uh, you don't let adversity stop you right yeah. Yeah. if it's a disability if it's a circumstance <clears throat> you know you, i mean even thinking about like you know, you see those stories with like ho- folks who are homeless, right? But they're still happy, you yeah. know, and grateful during the holidays just because they have the breath of life, right? right. They're just <clears throat> they're just able to be alive and right. figure out, like, see the beauty in the sky or something. Yeah, you know, so yeah, that, that's that's really dope. I love how you <clears throat> phrase it, right? Have an attitude of gratitude. Yeah, and and that's not going to be easy because, you know, some of us, we were just raised in an environment where everything is just, like, negative, Nancy, you know? And and I think a tip that I have for, you know, I think being able to uh, be present in in that moment, even if everything around you is chaotic and negative and triggering, you know, um, there was a technique that I learned from... there's a bruja that I follow on Instagram. Mm. Uh, she's really dope. Uh, her name is Amelia Ortiz, um, and she, on Instagram she's e the real one, point one. Mm. Um, and she was just talking about this grounding technique. It's not necessarily hers because I've heard it in other places, but um, I heard it after I heard it from her. And it's called, let's see, it's called the five. Um, five things grounding technique i believe <clears throat> um here i looked it up it, it says five four three two one coping technique mm. um i wonder if it if it's by this person anyways this this um this article i pulled up called five four three two one coping technique it's by jordan uh keelbrew sorry if i butchered your last name 
Um, but basically, it's using your senses and the elements around you to really ground yourself, to cope, to be present. Um, so the way it works is <clears throat> you acknowledge five things you see around you. Mm. Um, any five things. It could be, you know, a plant. It could be a plate. It could be the dishes. It could be anything around you, a window. Uh, then you acknowledge four things around you that you could touch, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Let me take a step back. Five, the the first one, acknowledging five things, it's five things that you can see. Mm. For, um, four, you can acknowledge four things that you can touch around you. This can be your hair, your hands, the grass, you know, um, a pillow, a table, you know, just really touching four things around you. Mm. The third one is acknowledging three things around you that you can hear. This could be uh, external, you know, don't focus on your thoughts. Maybe you hear a clock, you hear laughter, um, yeah. you hear, you know, something on the stove cooking yeah. or sizzling. Um, but just really, yeah, just really closing your eyes and listening to things around you. Mm. Uh and two, two acknowledge two things you can smell. It could be the food, it could be someone's cologne, Mm-mm. it could be the weed that they smoke in <laughs> in the back. You know, yeah. It, yeah. it could be um, it could be the cigarette smoke that they're smoking in the front. You know, it could anything, but just acknowledging two things that you could smell, and then lastly, acknowledge mm-hmm. one thing that you can taste. What does the inside of your mouth taste like? Gum, coffee, sandwich from lunch. Really focus on what what you taste. Mm. And just doing these things can really ground you and really help you get through that moment of if you're feeling anxious, you're feeling triggered, you're feeling... That's awesome. You're feeling some type of way. Right. You know, maybe even thinking about a loved one, right? Thinking mm-hmm. about a loved one, those who, you know, we lost this year, someone who's... You know, we lost many years ago. Right. Um, because, like you said, we can just be in the moment, and for some reason, it just comes up that we, you know, that we miss, you know, we miss our loved ones <clears> that have <throat> passed on. And maybe trying this out can help us work through yeah. that moment and bring us, and then after that, hopefully we'll be back to be able to be okay through the rest of the yeah the day or the evening. But it's just something that we could do to That's really... Good. Get through the holiday blues. <laughs> Blood. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. You got to send me that. that oh, yeah. Is... We'll definitely put this up, uh, you know, in our um, in our description so that you That's folks definite. can um, click on it and see, you know, what it is. Yes. Keep it for yourself. Tell a friend. You also wrote in here, <clears throat> recognizing who is in front of us. What did you mean by that? Uh, what I meant by that, I think it alludes to, you know, your attitude for gratitude, right? Mm. Like, we could be missing those who have passed on. We could, mm, you know, feel yeah. some type of way because we didn't get what we wanted for Christmas. Right. You know, so just really counting our blessings for what we have in front of us. That's right. Counting our blessings for who we have in yeah. front of us. Yeah. Um, or maybe next to us, you know, and just really being present in the moment to yeah. to appreciate like we have life and we have love and and um, yeah, you know, 
we can be blue. Yeah. <clears throat> but then we can Yeah. You know, we can turn we can turn that into red. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. We can turn it into green. Yeah. You know, um purple. I mean, yeah, just even saying that it made me think about this line uh from one of my favorite songs from Amy Winehouse, mm. uh Mr. Magic. Mm. She said uh what she say? She said blue without my green, right? And like I understand a lot of us, you know, we we'll we'll, we'll talk on the green, we'll smile, <laughs> you know, because it's it's something that we do together. But so it really does help us escape, right? You know, the <clears throat> these feelings, these emotions, this anxiety, this depression. And while that is something that we can do, you know, let's try these other things first to see if these can help us. Yeah. <clears throat> um, before we turn to substance or before we turn to those things because yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying let's try some new shit. You yeah. know, let's try some different shit. Yeah. Also, I th- another one I think would be great is um, I call it The One. And uh, when I was single, <laughs> I used to have the one person that I can always call and always have. Like sometimes, you know, I would just have them just come over just to be that person that I can talk to if I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling nervous or just, you know, if I'm not really wanting to be around just family or people, you know, that, that really doesn't ever happen. But the one is always good to have, you know, just having a friend at, at hand or again, letting a friend know that, Hey, <clears throat> I think I'm going to be anxious being around family. So is it cool if I hit you up, talk to you, or is it cool if I send you a text or, you know, do you have time FaceTime with me or can we meet up later? Just something. But you know, having that friend to, that knows kind of like your your fight that you're having within. It's just always good. Even if you're entering into isolation mode, tell a friend. Tell that close friend. Let them know that, man, I'm about to be by myself. I just feel like being alone. But, you know, I just wanted to tell you just in case, you know, if anybody's tripping and asking where I am, just, you know, you know where I am, you know. So just, you know, make sure that you have a one whether it's a cousin a family member a partner just let them know that or let them keep you accountable in shifting you back if you need to be shifted you know emotionally or whatever <clears throat> so yeah cool but i think that's pretty much all we have for y'all today word um yeah, Whew, that was, that was a, a lot. <laughs> was that was it? A lot. I didn't feel like that was a lot. I mean, you know, just it was a lot to think about. Oh yeah, that's a lot to carry. It's a that lot is to a lot to carry. Yeah, I don't even know why we even thought about that, but somebody needed to hear the holiday blues. Needed some tools. Maybe it was <clears> us, right? You never know. You never know. Right. But I learned a lot from kind of doing some research and even in discussion about holiday blues, what it looks like, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially from your lens, it looks a lot different from my lens. It's just good to have different insight and perspective. Yeah, so, yeah, totally. <clears throat> yeah. So, Danny yeah. boy, yo, how are you going to take care of yourself for the rest of the week? Uh, I think how I'm gonna take care of myself this week. No, not. not I think what I will do. Yes. To take care of myself this week is I'm going to make space in the house. Um, you know, just to declutter, right, mm. and, and get rid of some shit because it's just being around like all this stuff and everything. It, it gives me anxiety, and 
sometimes I just want to lay there and not even deal with it, but I need to deal with it and, right. and remove it so that I think I can breathe a little, so I can breathe mm. a little bit better. So yeah, definitely declutter. Go. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. How about you, Bex? How are you going to take care of yourself <clears throat> this week? I am going to work out more. I thought we wasn't we supposed to talk about our workout plan somehow, somewhere in this in preparation. Nah, no, no, nah, that's next week. <laughs> Shoot, oh, I thought it was for this week. Okay, <laughs> well, uh, there you go. There's a little, uh, <laughs> a little taste of what's to come for the next episode. We're gonna, oh yeah, yeah. You know, we're gonna beat the new year <laughs> uh, with those resolutions and shit. We're just gonna have a talk about uh, health, right? Cause, yes, because health is wealth, right? Yeah. And not just thinking about physical health, but also thinking about mental health, yes, spiritual health, all the health physical, you yeah. need, it's wealth. So yeah, yeah. So I just got that new app. Remember, I remember telling you about it, Noom. Um, it's been pretty good. Uh-huh. Um, it has a lot of reminders, and um, yeah, it just it's really helping me create habits, new habits, and nice. you know, it's having me do something that I don't want to do every day, which mm-hmm. is weigh myself every day. Mm. And um, yeah, I feel like um, there's there's a psychological part, you know, reason behind that. <clears throat> they have us do it for a reason, and um, it's been pretty cool because um, you know you can actually lose like a pound within a day, you know. And you know, like I was excited when I stepped on the scale, and I was like, oh shit, I really lost a pound, you know. And that's like not normal, <laughs> you know. So it hasn't been normal these last few months. So. Yeah, that was just exciting. So just helping create habit and, you know, it's a new thing for me because I'm just, like, trying to adjust to the new changes happening in my life. So I'm hoping that I can stick to this new change as well. So eating um, better for the rest of the week is something that I'm going to be trying. I'm not going to be good at it. That's never working because I... Don't set yourself up to fail already. I know, but it's just I've been having these... If you don't believe it now, then you ain't going to believe it during... You know what's so funny? Because in the Noom thing... at every end of the discussion, it always tells you, believe, <laughs> literally. Well, you believe. better believe it. Look, you're right. Look, no, you got a right. week. You got a week. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about this health as well shit. And we want to hear about how it was for you. You know, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really do got to believe. You I don't know why I'm over here bullcrapping. But it's hard. It's difficult when you are. And that's real. You know, around yeah. food, or especially when you don't have time to prepare your food. That's real. You end up eating anything, and I'm talking about like two Snicker bars and a Jack in the Box sandwich, so <laughs> it shouldn't happen. <laughs> Yo, that sounds hella uh, good. Let's get up out of here so we can go get that right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, the boiling crab. But yeah, I'm going to take care of myself um, by eating, trying to eat better, and getting my work workout in, so it's going to be a good, in you know, packed week. So I'm yeah. excited for that. Good. Let's get it. Let's yeah. get it. All right, y'all. We hope that uh, you guys were blessed and, you know, were able to walk away with some cool stuff for the holiday blues to prepare y'all with that goody good. <laughs> <laughs> thank, you, thank y'all for being patient with us. You know, we're getting it together, y'all. Oh, man. But we right. love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see y'all again next week. Peace. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And take care of your blue balls. (laughs) (laughs) Peace, y'all. Bye. Shabbat. What we doing it for? We doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture.